You called Biden's office. About what? That GAO thing he was all twisted up about? Really? Did he get a twist in his underwear or what here? Well, you better give him a call on Monday at least. I'll try. I don't know if I all can right. put it in my schedule, but I'll work on it. Work on it. All right. Go ahead. Ask the question. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You did it. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing today, Jerry? That one. What are we doing today, Jerry? I, where's that on my script? I don't see that. <laughs> okay. Well, John, John, it's Saturday. We're doing the show. We talk about Oh, that's things. right. Okay. Hey, we got a really big one to work on today. And yeah. Challenge season, too. season 11, which is the season of what, John? Season of the Tiger. I just thought about a T-shirt, which I, I'm not wearing for. Oh, let's not even talk about that yet. Oops. Yeah, sorry. Not yet. Not yet. Not Spoiler yet. alert. And it, it's episode 21. Okay. Yep. Which, of course, is how old I, I was when I took my first drink. Not. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, we talk about four things. And the first thing we talk about is we talk about an animal, an animal mm. story. And this is the season of the tiger, as you said. And so it's <sighs> going to be a tiger story. And we got a humdinger, uh, not a. Uh, not a Humvee, but a Humdinger. But it's supposed to be a Humvee, <laughs> yeah, you say? Yeah. That's a yeah. tease. I like it. Yeah, a little yeah. tease. All right. And we got a word. And yes. Reminds me a little it's, of it's Ralph out of, It's out of this world, by the way, the word. Oh, I was going to I was gonna say something about the Honeymooners. But anyway. Uh, and we, got, we have a two takes, which you'll never guess. And last but not least, we have two groaners. Those groaners. are bad jokes. Bad jokes. So that's what we got going today, John. Sure do. Wow. Well, uh, by the way, what are what are you wearing in terms of uh, above the belt? Hmm. Tea, tea, well, I, first of all, it's 37 degrees here. It just went up to 38, by the way. 38 degrees here. I'm wearing two shirts. I've got a long sleeve T-shirt, and underneath it, I've got a short sleeve T-shirt, which is a Celebrate uh, T-shirt from the Bro Show. That we wow. put out the holiday season four, four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So I like How that. How about you? Well, you know what? I think I got you beat because you see, I've got a, a sweatshirt on and underneath it. So I've got much heavier attire on mm. mine. So I won, I won, I won that contest and I'm oh. wearing, I'm, I'm wearing the tiger shirt, which you're going to, you should probably, if you remember, it's what I wore last week. So the question is, yeah. am I wearing it for the whole week? That is the question. And I would have to say that I did take it off for a couple of days and put it back on. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, yeah, I'm just happy we're not in the studio at this point. Yeah, it's okay. We're yeah. not in the closed studio. We're not even in the green room, so relax. No. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Hey, so, do we have a sponsor? Do we have a sponsor? We've got a sponsor. Our sponsor is Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue is um, a sanctuary for large animals. Tiger types, uh, tigers, lions, bears, oh, not that. Well, tigers, lions, leopards, panthers, you name it. They're there no at the sanctuary located just north of, uh, of uh, Tampa. And their mission is to provide the best doggone home they can for these wonderful animals. And also to end the abuse of big cats in captivity. And 
work for promoting, uh, keeping these animals alive and not in, to make sure that they don't go extinct. They've been in, in existence since 1992, 30th anniversary. And boy, do they have some good stuff in the gift shop. And that's what that's we one usually of our, had. Yeah, that's one of our criteria, right? They have to be nonprofit, so 501c3. Yes. You know, they have to been around for a while and they have to have good swag and particularly T-shirts. And they do have a wide assortment of T-shirts. And now, as of a couple of weeks ago, you can now get 30th anniversary T-shirts from these guys. And they are yep. good looking. So dig in. Outstanding. Wow. Got links to everything. Links to everything below. Michelle Sounds now. good. All right. Dude. And you, I think yeah? we're ready for the old tiger story here. And the fact is that we, I, I decided we've in the past tried to work with a product. So I thought in terms of a car and uh, our initial uh, search for a car, we came up with big uh, sort of big cats. So we thought about in terms of, well, we could make it about Jaguars. We had, there's been Cougars, there's been Pumas, there's been all these different ones, but what about a tiger? Yeah, we into, that is a tiger. So we ran into a uh, company called Tiger Adventure Vehicles, and they Ooh. make a model called the Bengal Tiger. Now, just think and imagine that you had the plushest recreational vehicle on the face of the earth. And you decided that you wanted to take a trip in the desert or you want to go to the Arctic Circle or you wanted to go some wild and crazy place. In other words, off road. So yeah. Find those two things and you've got the Bengal Tiger. Um, this is an organization, wow. the Tiger's Adventure, that was organized, developed back in 1991. So it's, again, met the test of time. It's been around, been around the block plus. They're hand-built vehicles in Columbia, South Carolina. They took this name because they felt that the Tiger symbolizes some of the greatest uh, features that they want in their vehicle. It's got strength, agility, and power. So mm. that's what it was looking for. And it's very it's a custom-made car. And they take a 4x4 chassis on a, for a truck that would be Ford or maybe Chevy. And use yeah. that as the platform upon which to then put the RV portion of their of their vehicle. And you have got so many different options with respect to what you can do. It's it's really amazing. And it's got it's it's, it's fully equipped. Uh, we're talking anywhere from a bed, which resides on the on the top of the cabin. Uh, and actually, this bed can is, is six foot six inches long. So yeah, it's pretty big. It's a yeah, full size bed. Yeah, it is. And that's a good feature. The feature I kind of liked with this vehicle was the fact that you can go from the cabin into the, the, the living portion of it without going outside. So yeah, that is cool. Uh, inclement, uh, you, know, you know, it's kind of bad. You can, you can do it that way. But they also have what's called a wet bath. Maybe you can explain what a wet bath, uh, wet bath is or yes, how that as works. A, as a, uh, an old-time uh, RV owner. Uh, yes. A wet bath is a bath that is hermetically sealed. Okay, first of all, so and then it has a shower head that and water goes everywhere in the bath in the in the bathroom, I should say. Right, and it's usually and, a small yep. room. So it's so, it has a sink and it has a toilet. So those yeah. are going to be subjected to, to the the water that's coming from the shower head. Correct. So well, uh, yeah. It, it works well. You now you need to cover the te- the toilet paper, and you yeah. need to have your towels outside of it. Otherwise, they'll get wet. 
But other than right. that, it works and it has a drain in the floor and it's slanted toward the drain and all that. There's no water standing when you finish. It's pretty cool. They work very nice. I, I've taken several wow. showers in them. Yeah. It's, well, it's, got a, it's, it's got a nice living space where there's a couch that mm-hmm. can actually uh, flip you know, over mm-hmm. in a way can be transmit, transformed into, a, uh, into another bed. Yep. It's got a galley kitchen. It's yep. got a fridge. I think it's got a microwave, too, if I remember correctly. Uh, optional, optional, yeah. And the thing is, how about the power? No, source? no, no. The Where micro- are we going? To- the micro- microwaves built in. The oven is optional. Sorry. Yeah. How about the? How do we get some juice? How do we make this thing powered up with respect to the this living portion of our three three ways three ways it works. One is it you can on the top they have photovoltaic cells, you know, converting mm-hmm. sunlight to uh, direct current, which charges batteries. And they have the same batteries you have in your phone. So these are, are, it's a pretty cool system. And for extra money, you can get extra two panels of photovoltaic cells. And you can convert that sunlight. Second thing is you can plug in at an RV park. Third way you can do it is it comes with a small generator. And so you can turn on the generator and it'll recharge the batteries. And everything just works. How about water? How does this work? Water tanks. They have gray water, they have uh, black water, and they have water water. Okay. Yeah, water water is clean, and gray water is sink water. And a lot of gray okay. water you can do, you can dump without hurting anything. Uh, yeah. And black it. water is sewage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going to the details there. So you could make the gray water into black water if you work on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what? It, it, yeah, you'd have to see this to believe it. It's really, really nice. Now, of yeah. course, the, we got to talk about the damage, uh, the damage being the price mm. of it. Ooh. Mm. Mm. I think we're talking north of a hundred thousand bucks. Mm. There we are. And this yeah, is buck, actually buck the, the, the economy model. They've got two other models, the Malayan and also the Siberian, which are much better. But you, you have to understand when we say uh, north of a hundred thousand, the extras, just like on any vehicle, can make this yeah. this cost go up rather quickly. Yeah. Um, so, but let's say, hey, wait a minute, I can't afford that. Okay, well, we got we got a couple options for you. One is you can buy a used one. <laughs> there is <laughs> they no come up. They come up. They come up. Yeah, there there is no inventory because they're custom made. But there are people, and there occasionally one of these goes on the market, and you can buy one. The other yeah. thing is to say, well, that's, that's, you know, we're probably talking just, you know, more than 50,000 bucks. Uh, that, that's out of my price range. Okay. I got another alternative for you. You can rent one just like you rent a car. Ooh. <laughs> probably not the same cost, though. I would say you might be better off renting it by the hour. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, so uh, the other thing I want to mention is the fact mm-hmm. that when you buy when you buy a car, uh, one of the things you think about, well, service, um, they offer service, but it's only at their location. They have no dealers. OK, it's all sold strictly from their location down in South Carolina. Right. So I think it's important for if a person was going to purchase one of these and be practical about it. But you know what? If you're going to buy one of these things, I think you take practical out of the equation. I think uh, so too. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Too. And, and just just to be fair, 
I think you could get most of it repaired at any RV center. And of course, the chassis, the the truck part of it, you can get repaired at any. Yeah, any truck I mean, it, place. Yeah, we're talking about some of these the the parts in the the living space is probably yeah. the area where you're going to have the most difficulty. But I got a feeling you're not going to have to take it back to South Carolina to get an oil change. I don't think you're going to have no, to do that. no. <laughs> I don't think so either. Wow, let's get out of here. What do you say? You got to work. Yeah, I think we need to get out of this vehicle and get on to our next subject. So, word, word, word's the word. Hey, this is a really good word. This is a word you came up with, and I totally yeah. applaud it. I want to give you a thumbs up. Moonshot. Ooh. Yeah. Why don't you give us a little of the deets on this this word because it's got it's got some interesting history. It's got some great history, and you're probably going to know more details about it than I do. But I tell you this much right up front. Two ways to spell this word. Two words. Really? Moon, space, yeah. shot, or moonshot, one word. And that right. actually makes a difference. The more modern definition of a moonshot uses the one word. It's more of a techie. You know, moonshots came up with the tech revolution. And, you know, the iPhone was a moonshot, by the way. It was yeah. a big, audacious plan that could have either gone south or gone north. And it went north and succeeded, but it could have been anything. So that's a moonshot. And then the moonshot, two words, is uh, it's about taking, uh, trying to do something really, really ambitious. Right. Not necessarily betting the farm on it or whatever, but usually betting your life on it, which is the case of the actual uh, exploration of the moon. That NASA Yeah, you're right. Good. Yeah, so it right. seems seems a little you know academic the differentiation, but it's not. It's not. It's different. So I'm, I'm glad you know it's like most words we 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 talk about. We gotta maybe sometimes go to the first the first meaning, second meaning, and and quite often we see that the the, the use of the word broadens. That's what's happened here. So rather than being just a very specific event, we take a word and we broaden it to cover a, a certain situation. So yeah, but we're not, we're not we're not going to talk about another definition. Oh no no no, no. we wouldn't do that. We're not going to talk about never, that. I would never worm baseball. No. I wouldn't kind of uh, oh, you know tunnel baseball uh, weave it into the discussion. So we will leave that for a two takes. Yeah, we this oh, this is a this is a half hour. Oh, we, okay, <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Wally. Just call me Theodore. Just call me Theodore. Yeah, Theodore. All good. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm sorry. It, it's this is overwhelming. It's too much for me. It's bigger than both of us, but we're going to get this good shot. Um, I agree. It is bigger. as we know. There's a lot of things that have been in the news, but it seems like for months upon months, uh, Elon Musk has been in the news, and that news has been the fact that he is, uh, you know, trying to negotiate uh, a purchase of Twitter. It eventually happened. On October 27th, after months of lawsuits, waffling, verbal misunderstanding, mudslinging, you name it, it was there. He closed mm. a $44 million deal to buy Twitter. And one of the things that we want to talk a little bit about is, well, what's 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 he in? What's what's his part of it? Well, 33, he's made a $33 billion commitment of the $44 billion, and of which he owns 9.6% of Twitter. That's $4 billion. And he's gone around and got a little and gotten some uh, capital investors in, involved in it, Oracle, et cetera. And one of them is a little controversial. He's got a, a Saudi prince has bought, bought into Twitter, which is mm. a bit of a controversy. But again, that'll be another subject 
on another oh, day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know what? Even if this whole thing, $44 million goes by the wayside and even his take on it, I don't think we're going to have to get a GoMe fund for uh, for Elon because he Are is we? a man, oh. the richest man in the world, is worth well, well, $200 billion. So I guess what's happened since he bought that two or three weeks ago, and it seems a lifetime, what is, what's happened to Twitter? It's <laughs> laid off half its workforce. It's alienated its advertisers. Many of them going away. It's blown up aspects of the product and then repeatedly relaunched, relaunched. You say, okay, uh, and it, it's done all kinds of crazy stuff. A lot of their executives he's fired and the ones he hasn't fired are leaving. Of quit. Uh, yeah. And of course, there's this warning of bankruptcy. It seems like every day there's a new something going on. So we thought, what the heck is this? Does Elon Musk really have a strategy on Twitter or is he winging it? And, you know, I, I think the short answer is it's probably it's probably both. Yeah, I think he's got a strategy and he is winging it. Yeah, I agree. with That's you. part of his strategy. Yep. So I we, we thought about it and I, I did a little Google search. I came across an, a Harvard Business Review article that was written uh, just a couple of months ago where the authors, uh, uh, Professor Andy Wu and uh, Goran Gellick, uh, looked at some of Musk's other companies to perhaps get an insight as to exactly what the hell is this guy doing. And I think one of the things we, they looked at it, they looked at it in terms of not the, the immediate reasons that maybe Musk would be buying, but his vision as he might see it. And we can take a look at, we, we decided to take a look at three companies. We took a look at Tesla, SpaceX and Neuralink. And I'm not going to go through all the details, but I'll give you a couple examples. Yeah, give us well, the high, high road here. The high yeah. road here on Tesla, for example, is, well, you think, well, is this, is he buying it to, you know, to, to, to save gas, natural resources? But it goes a little bit further than that because you see he's accelerating the transition to sustainable energy because the key piece of this, this car thing, is the rechargeable battery. And that yep. battery can be used with solar panels in order for it to go way, way beyond the vehicle. So um, I think so that that's an example. You, we could come up with other examples on the other two. But when it comes to organization, Elon Musk yeah. is interested in control. Now, control yeah. can come in a variety of ways. You can see the manifestation in control quite often with the subsidiaries that he has. But just the fact that it, it's vertical integration is what he's interested in. So if you take a look at the car, yeah, we what would say, mean? well, he, he, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Vertical integration means that you want to be basically have as much control over the manufacturing process, which includes the parts that go into it. So uh -huh. uh, when so when we're talking about vertical integration, you can go. His thing would be, well, if it's battery driven, well, let's just go to the uh, and buy a couple of lithium mines. OK, so yep. I mean, that would be the ultimate vertical integration. But control can come in another way. And we just uh, kind of showed that by the fact that he is now the world's he is the largest stockholder in, in Twitter. And that's what he really, whether it's a public company, a private company, he has created a mass amount, obviously, of, of, of resources, as we can see by the, the size of his, you know, his wealth. So he has <laughs> the capability of buying it and then being the go to guy. He is the man. He's where the it all stops and he has to you know be responsible for it. The, the, uh, the article cites the fact that he's probably raised $34 billion in, in all his pursuits. So wow. when we take a look at the fact that it's vision, 
organization and resources that he's interested in. And we can maybe get some insight by taking a look. And the fact is that, you know, Twitter, he came up with a, with a statement that he made on it. And that statement gives a little bit of insight. I and mean, here's what he, here's the official statement. The reason I acquired Twitter, Twitter was because it's important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square. In other words, a place where we can have uh, opinions debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. Uh, uh, th- that, that's good, but really, if we take a look at it, uh, when you look at system at his companies, we have to think beyond the technology, the the actual the product, and all this and that. Because Musk doesn't have, for example, he doesn't think in terms of the product. He thinks about this big problem and yes. how he's going to inch towards making the that. So if we take a look at Twitter, the fact is that he's probably uh, he's sure he wants to he feels that the way we're going with respect to polarization of of the way we're handling ourselves on a a variety of fronts, whether it be local, global, political, whether it be climate change, all this stuff, these arguments are are so polarized that we have no chance of really having a healthy debate and coming to, to a solution. He feels that this might be the first step towards getting there, and that is by taking Twitter and getting all that polarization that it as a media company it does pollutes the the whole world with this this so that i think is quite probably the way he's going with it i agree uh, it's i think he is too and and the the thing that we need to think about here because we did a show dealing with uh with media companies and what influence they have on buying they i would say the nicest thing we could say about the advertising on any of these companies it's persuasive advertising it probably goes even further than that it, it it's what we do is we put in the minds of the of the of the users of of these these uh, media uh fronts we, uh, we put in their minds products products that then maybe promote a certain belief what you want to call yeah. it and or so what is what is he doing as we take a look at what he's doing he's trying to get rid of the advertisers because the yeah, advertisers are did. not only, yeah, that's that's what he wa- he wants to do. That I mean, it, it's some of it's naturally they're leaving, but I think that's the the point being that he wants them out of the the wayside, so we get all of that sort of part of of the media yeah. Uh, yeah. platform. Done. He, he, wants a, he wants a town square. He wants a town yeah. square, not not Times Square. <laughs> right? You're Times yeah. Square. It's all advertising. That's all it is. Just one yeah. big neon advertisement for everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the thing is that th- this is and I think he's a, he's risk aversive. I mean, uh, he's mm. he's willing to and what he'll and, and we learn also with some of the things he's done. He has he's been in on the hot seat with a lot of his companies before Tesla is the most finished product. We have to understand you can go earlier than that with with his companies, but most of those companies he flipped. As, yeah. And were, was able to like pay PayPal. He flipped and was able to make a lot of money to amass the wealth that allows him to work on what he considers these very complex, difficult to solve uh, problems. problems. And yeah. uh, I so agree. That's kind of where it's going. Uh, he's also there. There's a couple of interesting things I noticed. It's, it's hard to comprehend. If you don't, if you if you don't have. Uh, a a product a finished product and a finished process what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to take advantage of what's what they call the experience curve now here's i think the best best example of that would be 
that if you see a problem and you say it's going to take me 20 minutes to solve, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to have the technology the that that is available 20 years from now. Let's not invest in computers today. Let's get what we need and realize that by the time we get to the 15th year, we're going to be in a whole different world with respect to it. We can't even comprehend the resources right. that we would have available. So I think that's also I think he, there's a there's a mystique to to the, his his whole thing. Uh, in terms of the uh, having these the trying to achieve the impossible and there are some people that can latch on to that this isn't for everybody if you're no. looking for a nine to five job and w- want to be home by five o'clock uh, don't 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 go, uh, don't go there no the, the first thing you need to say is do you want a life if you want a life other than this company then you're probably not a good candidate to work for him uh, that's right that's right. So those are those are some of the things that I kind of ran into. Uh, and just and we're not necessarily advocating what what no, he's doing. No, no, I mean no, because no, no. and the reason we aren't is because we don't have the ability to comprehend what he's doing. It takes a beyond big brain, human John. comprehension. What's that? It takes a big brain. It takes a big brain to understand <laughs> uh, Elon Musk. Now you know my favorite reference to big brains is of course defending your life. Albert Brooks, Rip Torn, a wonderful movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, I recommend it heartily. However, we are going to have a link to a clip that's on YouTube from the movie that talks about big brains and how if you don't have a big brain, it you will never understand one. And he doesn't have necessarily a big brain, but he has a very different brain. He sees right. things and, differently. And he, he forms these organizations. He forms these organizations around the problem he's trying to solve, which is not the yeah. normal way people do it. Right? Yeah, the problem rather than the solution. Right. Yeah. Yes. He embraces problems. And that's not like normal people do. And so, you know, and also another big differentiator, John, in the past, you know, he has never purchased such a mature company. Right. And that's so we've difference. never seen. Yes. Yeah. Big difference. We've never seen what he would do to get control and to reform his organization because he's never had to really reform at this scale before. So we are seeing the for the first time how he would do that. And so I would encourage people not to become dismayed, not to become, oh, no, don't do that. Sit back, get some popcorn, maybe a soft drink or possibly an adult beverage and enjoy because this is going to happen. It's going to happen. So you might as well watch and see what you can pick up. What do you think? I think that's it exactly. I mean, it, it, this is a spectator sport. Don't get too wound up with respect to getting too much angst as you watch him go through the, and it's and it's probably going to get worse. It gets better. Bankruptcy yeah. could be his efficient way of just cleaning the slate. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh. You yeah. Just, yeah. So yeah. Chapter. It'll be interesting 11? to see. Chapter eleven. Reorg. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Reorg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could happen. Hey, dude. We got through it. I, think, I can't believe you? it. Yeah, I agree with All you. All right. Okay. Groaners. We've got some groaners. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. And the coach has delivered. He's mm. given me a very good one. In in the spirit of the upcoming holiday, I'm going to ask you a turkey. I'm giving you a turkey groaner. Okay. What sound does a turkey with an injured a hurt leg make what sound does a turkey with a, 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 a injured leg make google well wobble wobble oh, that's really good i like that one okay okay 
this All one. Right. Okay, here. I'm this ready. is an Elon Musk groaner. Oh my God. Are you ready? No. Because <laughs> I don't have a big brain. I don't have a big brain. <laughs> Go ahead. What is Elon Musk's least favorite country? And I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. It's an island country. Okay. It's an island country. What is what is his least favorite country? I don't have a clue. Meta gas car. Oh, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> Very good, John. 